What is going on, everyone? And welcome back into another episode of Expected Bets 4 presented by the Odds Breakers. On this week's episode, we'll be breaking down the four games for November 30th and discussing the overall state of the league. But before we get into all that, let's bring in the rest of the crew. Cheds, how are we doing here? They must be eating some cheese. Cheds, um, you, Besky, we'll throw it to you then first. Oops. Yeah, I'm doing well. <laughs> Going to Vegas this weekend, so make sure you're paying attention to the account Gretzky Betskis. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be tons of great DGen content for all you DGens following along. We'll get some pictures of slips. We'll see uh, my suitcase full of Coors lights, and then I'm going to apparently attempt to golf for the first time in like 16 years, so... Uh, definitely follow along if you want to see what the Betsky experience looks like in Vegas. Yeah, that should be uh something. I'm excited for that this weekend. You almost <laughs> yeah. just need to bring a GoPro with you and just kind of do a little live stream. Oh, that's a brilliant idea. We may need to yeah. we may need to strap that on and uh see how quickly I can get fired. Yeah. All right. I think Chad's is back here. Chad, I am back. I didn't realize there I was muted. <laughs> I am doing good. I mean, the Devils are now officially first place in yep. the NHL. Yeah. Winners of like sixteen of their last eighteen or something stupid. Um, and when's the drop off happening? Well, I'm a little bit disappointed. <laughs> I thought we were going. I thought we were going seventy nine and three. So the fact oh, that we lost yeah. one, uh, it's right. already started. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit disappointed. I can't lie. Um, but we're going to come back. We're going to come back stronger. You know, now we just need to go on a 70 game win streak. Um, I like it. You guys yeah. don't have the best goal differential in the league though. So great. So, Arizona. That's because we're prepping for the playoffs. <laughs> we want close games to get us really, you know, going. Yeah. Feeling it. Yeah. Um, you're close at least. I mean, you're only two off. <laughs> yeah. Like you're, you're, yeah. You're plus 36 on, on up to Boston's oh. plus 38. Wow. Yeah. We honestly we should just fold the franchise tank for Bedard. Yeah, just quit yeah. it. Right yeah, no, yeah. Lastly, at this point, before we start, Franco, how we doing? Good, good, man. I'm excited to get into this and let's go. All right. So before we get into kind of the overall discussion of the league, kind of go over the standings and everything. Um I'm sure a bunch of you are aware of kind of the shots on goal controversy this year. The lines have been kind of juiced uh, more than they have been in years past, I guess, due to the popularity of it. Um, so, Cheds, you kind of brought this topic up beforehand, but I kind of wanted to hear your thoughts on this, uh, kind of the current state of the shots on goal market. Yes. So I want to preface it with a couple things. Um, so I'm going to start first with where I'm at right now. Essentially for me, unless there's a player in a slam spot, which in my opinion is great matchup, great matchup versus position, good data behind that player itself. Yeah. Um, and usually also good data behind that player versus that team. I'm completely staying away. I think the last couple of days I've done maybe two or three players tops that I'll have a shot on goal prop for. And I've just been pivoting more to teams, total totals and money lines. And I've actually seen a lot of success. Had a nice money line parlay yesterday. Overall, I think my money lines are like are and totals are like eight and one in the last nine. Like it's been going very, very well. So I want to keep that going. But the whole reasoning behind it, I think a lot of people are getting confused. I don't believe in a whole conspiracy theory between like, oh, FanDuel and the sports books and all this bullshit. Um the reason I've gone away from shot on goal right now is I don't know if it's a midseason kind of lull. I don't know if players just don't have that kind of drive right now or don't care about these games. 
my bigger worry is that there's just no consistency with this. And a couple of examples that I brought up pre-show, Matthew Kachuk somehow went from hitting 14 games in a row with 10 plus shot attempts to having like three or four games where he shot the puck maybe three times. Yeah. Cole Caulfield somehow went two games with one attempt in those two games combined. That's like unheard of. And it, it's, it's really difficult. I think part of it that's very difficult is NHL players. I would assume out of any professional sport have more little niggles that we don't know about. Um, that they're just hurt. And I think that just doesn't come up on the injury report, which sucks. I also think part of it is we're in a mid season lull and players just don't these star players don't have that same drive to be like, we have to, you know, do well. I'm not staying away. Cause I don't believe there's a conspiracy theory. I think the yeah. bigger problem for me is that in at least 80% of these arenas, you have stats keepers who one are really old and partially blind having to make a call <laughs> on the fly and they're typically sat in awful spots in the arena. So they're not helping them out at all. And you have people putting money down. And not only that, hockey is effectively in my the fastest sport, the hardest to track of what's going on. Like, I remember watching hockey with a couple of friends of mine that don't know what they're doing, like, don't really follow hockey. And like, how do you even keep what's going on? And this is on TV. Like, I just think it's a very difficult job for stats keepers. And a lot of it is now becoming... Um, I don't know. It's it just becoming more difficult. I feel like I also think there's more eyes on shot on goal betting this year than ever before. So yeah. I think we're recognizing more of things that happened. I actually probably think if there was more people betting hockey last year, we would have recognized the same thing. There just wasn't that many people in the market. Yeah, I would agree. Betsky. Yeah. Yeah. To, yeah, to touch on, to touch on the uh, scorekeeper too. Like, when you're watching a game, it's so easy to see, you know, like a Tage Thompson, like smashing in to like a shot close to the net. It rebounds off the pad. He hits it in again, rebounds off the pad, and then he makes maybe shoots it wide or doesn't get the third shot off. Right. And it should count as two. That's 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 keeper may not have that same angle. At that point, you're kind of hoping that over the period breaks, maybe they make that adjustment when they rewatch some of these replays, maybe they're, you know, making note of game time points when there's some unclear or bad visibility of potential additional shots. But in the end of the day, yeah, we're kind of, we're at the whim of the scorekeeper. And I'm, I'm more in the mentality of like, that I understand that there's some subjectiveness to shots on goal to begin with. You know, it's if it's shooting wide, but the goaltender sticks his arm out and it hits his elbow, they're not going to count it, even though it feels like it should. Yeah. Um, if it's not on net, it's not a shot. Um, so in the end of the day right now, with it kind of being in this lull, I just kind of think back to last year when I got hammered as soon as I started doubling my units. Uh, and it was brutal, and it was right around the all-star break, and I definitely think that's maybe a time where players are getting excited for May that May that week off. Uh, but it's it's definitely about staying the course for me. Uh, the, it's weird that it seems like all the main guys we had circled earlier just kind of fell off for a little bit. Seems like a lot of them are coming back or finding new risers that we can rely on almost day-to-day. Uh, but, you know, when you look at a chart a props that cash chart or or some stats that any capper may be kind of trying to boast on on twitter or something i mean in the end of the day you're still subjective to the player getting those opportunities to the scorekeeper now and 
and there's a lot more in play than just man hit it into back of net and scored a goal. Yeah, I would agree. And two, I mean, the other thing too is the, I guess the difference. I mean, shots on goal, there's so many objective things that have to happen too. Like you mentioned before, like, is it on net? That can be by an inch, if not like, so that's tough as well. And then you have to factor in all the block shots and tips and everything too. So um, it's certainly interesting, like a prop market to bet on. Um, and there is kind of a lot of vulnerability with it. But Franco, did you kind of have anything to add to that? Yeah, another thing too, you're talking about like going in, in intermission and like going back and playing tape. Like how much, how often do you think they even do that? There's not really like an incentive or like an appoint to them to do it, you know? So if there was more of an onus on it, like a reason for them to have to record shots and stuff like that, then maybe there would be, but in general, I I don't think there's that. It's not like a point or a goal or a something that's important to the end result of the game. A shot doesn't really matter. It's just going to be a stat at the end of the year for a goaltender save or a player's shot total. And it's pretty much irrelevant when it really comes down to it. It's not relevant to us because we're betting on it, but that's kind of what it comes down to. And like you said, it's it could be such a fractional dis- difference between a puck that was going to go into the net whereas or a puck that was going to hit the post. And it's hard to tell that with how fast the puck moves and all that stuff. We can say it all we want that like, oh, that looked like it was going on net. But there are those shots that you could see that that angle where maybe, okay, that maybe that wasn't going to go on net. And you can see why they maybe changed it from a shot on target to a, a missed shot later. So I don't know. It's just something to think about. It it is very, it is a very weird and kind of all over the place market, and that's mm-hmm. kind of why we loved it. I think to begin with, but I do think um, another. There's just no consistency in my opinion. Like there genuinely is no consistency mm-hmm. through. Yeah, from the from yeah, from, the league, yeah, from, yeah. from stack keeper stack keeper. You don't know yeah. from arena to arena. Yeah, from arena. Yeah. that's there's also no accountability no. either. No. We have no, no idea it, who these people are. Yeah. Yeah. It, and and to go back about reviewing the film, I I will say it does seem like there are more corrections between the first and second and second and third period than the end of the game. The end of the game, it feels like, all right, action closed. Like, that's what it is. Nobody's going to be looking back at clips for that last goal to see if anybody else hit it. And no, got I, I, don't think, and then... I don't think that's true. I think I've seen a ton of corrections after games. Have you maybe it's more of the books, the books closing everything out fairly quickly. After. Yeah, what, what that's what's ended up happening. There was one that was Jason it? Robertson one where well, that, that was like a crazy one. That was the next day, that was yeah, the next yeah. morning. That, that was like, crazy. Yeah, there was one I forget who the which the player was where like they hit originally and they took it away. Pasta no, was pasta, no, but FanDuel yeah. paid it out and yeah, then FanDuel. it got taken away. Yep. I don't know if that was pasta or not, but I'm it, just like it was, it was pasta, and it's still paid out. Like even after everything, I, I don't well, know what Fanduel has a thing on their um their FAQ because I was reading it. If the player is paid out, they will not go back and change it. Yeah. So they're basically saying like, if it gets paid out, like whether they fucked up or not, like they did it. Which is weird because they did pay out Robertson that next day, even though they initially graded it as a loss. So it's kind of like they're kind of well, playing. Yeah, they got they got to keep the trust of the the person that's paying, or if you know, like you could go 
down the way that some of the books, those kind of like startup books that have lost a lot of trust in people and word gets out quick and, you know, yeah. it's, 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 you know, and then the end of the day, it's still a consumer product. I'm telling yeah. you, we had this conversation on the side. These sports books that are small have way more people working on it than you guys think they do. I I believe it. And yeah, we did have that conversation on this weekend. Uh, it, it, it does baffle me to some extent <laughs> that uh, the, the, the agility or the, the, the ability for these books to be able to fix issues that they may see or or fix lines and then pay mm-hmm. out thousands of people. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's really impressive in the end of the day. So I, I know a little bit more about the whole way that it works. The whole reason why sports books um, always say like, we go straight from ESPN or straight from NHL or whatever that might be. Um, it's literally coded in there. Like there's not a single human grading these. It's quite simply like yeah. running a query. Like yep. this player wants to get five. ESPN says he has four X. Like this is not a human grading it. There's a human just making sure everything's working. So for example, like you guys find a glitch somewhere. Mm-hmm. There has to be someone that actually goes in and fixes that. But in terms of how they're grading stuff, that's not it. And like, we could openly talk about it. I don't, Gretzky, do you mind if I mention it? No, yeah, go for it. So <laughs> essentially what had happened for one day, we had, or Gretzky had found. One and a half days. Well, we which don't know. because Which could, made it weird. Because that morning Kaprizov had two. So I, I was cashed, he, I was cashed out immediately. So Caesars had an issue with their um, two, same two game parlay, points. two plus points, where they were paying people out for one point when they needed two. Uh, as, it, as soon as they got the point, you got paid out. And it exactly. seemed, I think all of their points were working that way that weekend because I had another play where it was a Taze, Taze point. I was looking at my phone. Taze had an assist. It got changed out later. He did not have the assist anymore. He had no points for that game, but I had, I would, had already been paid out. That's so also I think similar. over the weekend, it was just if they get a point, it cashed it out. So on the 2.1, it was cashing you out immediately as as soon as the person got a single point, it cashed you out for two points. I had Zabanajan that morning against Edmonton, who didn't have a point in that game, but he must have had something recorded at one point because that even cashed out. So long story short, this was all Saturday. I'm sorry, it started Friday. Then Saturday, it happened for every it, any player I put money on for two points. It was cashing out as soon as they had one. Sunday morning, Kaprizov had the first goal against Arizona. Got that cashed out immediately. But by the time the only other game where they had options for two points, which was San Jose-Vancouver, happened, it was fixed by that point, which blew my mind considering I work for a, a public company and the bugs we have with our software take months to get fixed. But so what I'll say again, going on the back end, the back end fix, in my opinion, was probably a lot simpler than you think. It was purely like when whatever that query, and I use query very loosely because I don't know what the terminology is. Sure. The threshold, whatever that like was, threshold. 
yeah it's something which is broken about it yeah for it, sure. it, honestly it probably was a much simpler fix than we know or we can even imagine the one thing i will realize about caesars is they when the when the stuff is like correctly done your dev and taves things separate they pay out instantly and they always have good example three weeks ago i had thomas to point on caesars and it was against the montreal canadians he scored a goal that was then called back due to offside but they paid that out that mm-hmm. was paid out before the goal came back. So See, they, that's, that's they, nice right there. They pay yeah. instantly. I remember that game. And I don't I don't think that is any that I don't think that's an error. They're paying instantly. Like that's just what they always have been doing. I, I mean, think about it as a you tell your friends about it situation. Hey, this guy got a goal. It paid me out, even though it got taken back and it was somebody else. Like definitely use Caesars. I mean, in the end of the day, they're probably making money off of it. You're, you're probably not wrong to be honest. Yeah, no, I, I don't think they're losing money. I'll put yeah. it that way. No, maybe yeah, maybe I, that one bet, but yeah, at work, I the, the person who had the Tatar goals happy, but all the work, people that jumped on and then bet the Packers to beat who was that team that just the Eagles that was awful. No, not the Eagles, some bad team like a couple weekends ago. Packers to win? I don't know. Yeah, Packers. I'm sure the average football fan or average sports fan is still betting on the Packers in New England. I can't think of it. I, the Packers know. have been so bad this year. I don't yeah. Know. yeah. To bet but, you know, you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah. yeah the so, books, the books are making way more money than than they lose in the end of the day. We all know it. And what we're trying to do is find angles for people to not be one of those ones that are losing to the books. Exactly. Yeah. What what I would say is uh for my actual job, I was working with a, a sports book that's pretty large and working with their marketing team. The lo- total lifetime value that a sports book gets from getting someone, like every person to them is worth like five plus thousand dollars. Like they make yeah. a lot of money of every individual user that um that signs up for their stuff. And again, that's a lifetime value, I'm sure it differs by person, but like that's like the average one. They make a lot, <laughs> yeah, a yeah. lot of money. So that that's the one thing I will say. Like these books want to get people here. Yeah. Going back to the shots on goal aspect of this, and kind of tying in, you know, the flubs that the the their programming or their coding have had this this weekend, and and you know, the flubs that a scorekeeper can have. And the end of the day, I think that is the risk of it. I I honestly think it's still one of the most consistent props as far as their data goes, or the, or at least it has the most data to back it. Yeah, it's so heavily you, you know, you based Totally. So you have one, uh, the volume of the shooter, right? So if they're picking up a lot of, uh, a lot of steam as far as shooting a bunch, or maybe they're going on a slump and they're getting tired and they're not shooting as much. Two, then you have the other team, if they allow a bunch of shots, then you can go to like 2A, which would be how many shots do they allow per position. So then you can tie that back into which player you would like. And then three, I may have just scooped that up with both of the two. I'd even go four, you check their lines. <laughs> you go line if they yeah, yeah. what or, line oh, they're yeah, on. Power, yeah. Okay. Well, and then I'm going yeah. to slide screen. back yeah. into three and go with the power. How many penalties do they allow? Yeah. There's so, like, several tiers that you can check out before. Totally. And 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 with points, of course, there's going to be a guy who has a point in seventy out of eighty-two games that they play all season, right? But 
the books are going to juice it to the point where that's only viable if you're going to parlay it or you get the two point parts. Well, and, and with hockey too, like goals and points are just can be so random sometimes. I know like when it really totally. comes to the best players are going to score, but there are those games where McDavid will get shut out and Dreisler yep. will get shut out and these these studs just won't score. Or it'll be all the third line. The third line wins it. Why, yeah. Why the hell are these third line guys scoring every time? It, it well, happens just how it is. To- to- absolutely. Note, so that's I- why I guess the shots always feel really good when you're betting them and you get that like glimmer of hope no matter which one you put in. But lately it's been kind of just getting the th- pie thrown back in your face so because like, note, nobody's doing it. Hit it. Um, you guys talked about Dreisaitl and McDavid. Have you guys seen the stats how like Dreisaitl and McDavid five on five have been like really bad this year? You know what? No, but this sounds like a perfect segue into what we want to discuss next. So I just I, I, I saw it on Twitter. Just uh, it's really out of curiosity. Dreisaitl yeah. and McDavid. So for example, McDavid he has the most points in the NHL. He has thirty nine. He only has 10 five-on-five points in the NHL. What? Which is 59th in the NHL. How many five-on-five points wow. does Edmonton have, period? Wow. I don't know. They they don't have any, actually. That's... It, <laughs> it's got to be it's got to be really low, though, because I feel like everybody else on the... I mean, name another winger that has... Do, do, outside Ryan Nugent Hopkins, does any other winger have more than 20 points yet? I seriously uh, doubt that. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell I you right now. Know. Yeah, if you haven't Dude, pulled up, Zach Hyman probably has twenty. That makes sense. So two um, wingers, two wingers I, on a I, team where you got like... Hyman 22-23 for Nugent Hopkins. All right. The, the, uh, the, does Bouchard or Nurse? I imagine no, they prop no. they don't even. Wow, Bouchard's God. got nine. Nurse is twelve. What? Yeah, Tyson Berry is their next highest scorer, and then tie with Evander Kane, who's been out for yeah. eight games now. He's going to be out for a while. Yeah, but Connor McDavid has the same amount of five on five points as Pavel Zaka and Miles Wood this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a stat. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> and I just saw oh that. And I'm God. just like, what? <laughs> oh shit! The, um, yeah. even last uh, yesterday, three three points, none of them five on five. Two I, power I guess... plays and a uh, and a three on three. Wow, it's kind of impressive when you think about it. It really is impressive. That's something wild. That just shows how good he is with space. It's just yeah, the guy yeah, space. like just space, yeah. But the Oilers, I mean, that's you have the best player. That we've seen in a very long time. Um, gotta, you guys got to be able to score five on five. He's never had support. His line mates usually stink. I get it, but like, yeah, but that's the G. That's Holland's fault. God, like, why are you hanging on to all your first round picks every single year? I, I tell you, when I saw that, that was an all time stat. Like, I could not. That is that. incredible. Well. Do we want to talk about the shots more? Mm-hmm. Shots on goal props more? Or do we feel like we really kind of... Yeah, I think we Do we want to talk about angles we're taking with that, though? I guess I've always, like, pivoted towards points and, and kind of leaning on just, you know... Yeah, I think what... Finding value at a guy that's minus 20, 120 and, and higher. Yeah, I think what Chet said kind of summed it up, too, was just yeah. really being ultra specific about picking your spots in these shots on goal market. It's not really 
I think that's the only thing you can do. It's not going to be those 10 plays, a shots on goal prop, where you're loading up on three or four a game. It's going to be mm-hmm. kind of just one or two on an overall slate, it almost feels like now. Yeah, yeah, I feel like diversifying your card a bit, sprinkling in, sorry if you can hear my cat, I mean to go feed her because she is sounding like a crazy <laughs> three-year-old human right now, but uh, yeah, I feel like sprinkling in like a couple points by those second liners that get power play opportunities, always a good look, especially against a team that just gets obliterated. I do think going back and looking at player history versus team is somewhat important. You don't want to obviously totally use it as your crutch, but some guys just show up. I have a new tab on my little betting Chrome window that, uh, and I didn't even look at it today, has, um, it's off hockey reference. And you can see who, which players were born on the day. Because oh, like people love to <laughs> the score birthday, on their birthdays. Birthday yeah. props. <laughs> I refuse. Yeah, so we have Blake yeah, Holman yesterday. That's an angle I haven't thought of, but yeah. uh, we don't have. I refuse. To, yeah, I'll, 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 I mean, we got Matt Irwin, who has been on. Oh, sick. If he's still <laughs> in the league. <laughs> if he's that's like, today. that's like when it, Matt Duchesne's playing at Winnipeg or whatever, and his favorite color is blue. So he's going to show yeah. up and he was born on Tuesday and <laughs> really diving deep for those, huh? But. Well, yeah. hey, it looks like Irwin may be in Washington. So if he scores against the Canucks tonight, you're here. To I'll hear I'll eat it. Yeah, I'll eat my words of that if that happens. But um, <laughs> well, I, I'm yeah. pretty I, I'm pretty confidently saying that will not happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, but yeah, yeah, again, I think it I think it is important to, you know, shots feel really reliable at times, and then it can the wagon can completely fall off, and that's why it's always mm-hmm. important to just have your options. Yep, agreed. So uh, another stat that I saw that's really interesting, and that we're going off in these tangents, uh, mm-hmm. Connor McDavid somehow has 18 goals on only like nine expected. And this isn't meant to be like a shit on Oilers thing. Like, yeah, the shooting I love Connor McDavid. is crazy. You know, there's only one player I, with a I better can't... expected goals ratio to actual goals in the NHL. Who is it? I'm going to say Kubliak. I'm going to go with someone on the Devils. Was it Brat? No. Hughes? No, maybe it's not a, it's not maybe a devil. Blardy? It's Kubliak. not a devil. It, it, it's Jason Robertson. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, yep. Okay. It, it always ties back into Jason Robertson. Somehow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, yeah. I mean, overall, I just got to say Dallas. What a draft pick. So was he a second rounder? Third rounder? Guys. Yeah, he's a second round pick. Guys, they drafted Heiskanen. Robertson and Ottinger in the same draft. That's insane. That's insane. Yeah. I guess we can get into kind of around the league then. That's a nice segue. Uh, Kind of major news today. Uh, Hint signs an eight-year deal, 67.6 million extension with the Stars. They kind of have a bunch of their key players locked down for a while. I know Robertson is due for a new contract in, I believe, 2025. So he'll, if he continues no, on this pace, Robertson yeah. signed up. For four, four years. Four years. Oh, okay. sorry. So this year yeah. and three more. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Gotcha. So if he continues on this path, he'll be due for a nice little payday himself. But um, outside well, of right, that. That is yeah. right when Ben ends and Sagan's at buyout point. Yeah, he's yeah. going to get paid. That uh, the Dallas Stars organization has always been pretty 
great with drafting and cap management. And I know they're not like a super big market team, but mm-hmm. when's the last time Dallas has been outright bad? I don't think I it's remember been a while ever. It's been a while after their, after bottom, their cup bottom run. Five, after their they, cup run for a while, they were bad for a few years. You're talking like two or three two thousand ten like ten ish ten yeah like i'll tell you right now i'm pulling it up i'm pulling up their wikipedia i feel like i'm so curious it hasn't been like a five or six year stretch though i feel no never never and like i'm trying to think when you're referring to i remember 2013 what they drafted nishushkin like eighth or something Uh, so we're looking at in 2020 they finished at 60 points yeah, what, that, 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 was, no, that, that was a sorry, sorry. I by 2020, I mean like two years uh, ago, but that was a okay. shortened season in terms of bad. Yeah, no, no, and they I thought 2020 they made it, they made they made a run that year, right? Yeah, they made it to the cup finals. Yeah, that, that, that was, was the year, no, yeah, they made the cup finals season. in 2019, 2020. That was a the next year. Oh, I see what you're playoffs. saying. Okay, sorry, yeah, yeah. sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna in my bed, but um, that's not top 10 bad. No, they haven't been top 10 bad. Maybe 2016, only 75 points. No, you're right. No, they, they won the lotto that year. They won the lotto to get Heskin in that third overall. The they only pass on McCarr, by the way. But holy shit, look at so this is yeah, because even the 90s, look at it. It's like <laughs> it's that insane. Is, 90s, they were studs. They may be one of the best run organizations in hockey. Look at so I am reading all the way from 1996 in order. These are their points: 104, 109, 114, 102, 106, 90. They still made the playoffs that year. 111, 97, 112, 107, 97, <laughs> 83 made the playoffs. 88, 95, 89, 48 was in 2012 when they only played 48 games, but they did miss the playoffs that oh. year. That was a shortened season. Oh god, yeah, that's 91, 92, 109. And then you have the 179 that I we just mentioned where they missed. 92, wow. 93, 82, and just 69 games. That was the shortened season. That's crazy. And then 98 last year. They're just always, they're always in it. They're just always yeah. In it. yeah. Um interesting. I didn't know it was there like that much. I, I just figured they were good, not that good, but that's very interesting. Yeah. Um, are we going around the NHL to talk to our, yeah, like, let's yeah, go so over here. Does anybody want teams. to say Dallas has their surprise team that's in like what are they in the top five in the standings right now? They lead the yes. central, yes, and because I also they lead wanted... the central, so that means they are they have more points than Colorado, yeah. So Colorado I'll say two four less games, though, yeah, yeah. And I'll say way two teams that I have on each end of the spectrum. That I think one are doing better than expected, one doing worse than expected. And both of them, I think, are going to regress or improve to like a norm. We'll start where we just were. Dallas. Dallas mm-hmm. is the third most goal, sport, goal scored above expected in the NHL. Um, Jason Robertson himself is like at nine by himself. Um, he's kind of carrying that whole thing. I think they're still going to be a playoff team, but I don't think they're West contender in my eyes. I think that's going to take a step back. Um, I just don't see it overall. Like when you look at their five on five chart, they're dead center middle of the pack. Their expected goals versus expected against. They're right near St. Louis, Winnipeg, Washington, Nashville, and San Jose on five on five play. So I think 
big regression there. But they're a big surprise for now. I didn't expect them to be this good. And I think they're better than expected. I think they're a playoff team. But I want to pump the brakes on like, hey, this is a contender in the West. I don't I'll, think so. I'll, I'll make the, the counterpoint here. I think they're like what Calgary was last year. Do you think they're that deep? I don't know if they're Yeah, that deep. I do. I mean, White Johnson is absolutely showing up as a, as a rookie. I, I mean, guess. He'll probably put 15-20 in by the end of the year. He could be a Calder finalist. Uh Sagan's finding a lot of space with Marsh or Marchment. Ben is looking like he's completely revitalized his career. Uh, the blue line, considering they were like such a under team last year, mm-hmm. I do think they're a little bit rocky in the back end. But Ottinger is now becoming a safety net anyway. So so is Wedgwood. I, Wedgwood's had a great year as yeah. well. Yeah, it's been incredible. I was gonna yeah, say, they, they I, have two yeah. starting gold, like two solid goaltenders back there. Yeah. My thing is, um, you're right. I'm thinking of Jamie Ben as this awful player, but he's actually had a really big bounce back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's been, he's even, been even recently, man. Their so, defense, even, their defense even Sagan has been decent. I mean, yeah, better yeah. than expected. Their defense doesn't instill much confidence in me, though. Same. Same. And, and I I'm, also I'm like, curious to how that will hold up. I've seen Scott Wedgwood enough to where like I it might just be my personal bias. But, like I don't know if he can keep this up. It's fine if he doesn't, right? They still have a better goalie than him. But like mm-hmm. he's playing unreal right now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you could keep that up, but we're gonna go to the most obvious team that's doing wait, wait, before we before we move off Dallas, we still didn't bring up DeBoer in a first year head coach. Ah, <laughs> I feel like we've talked about that in like we have, but I'm just, I feel <laughs> yeah, like we glance over that. This is, like, spotlight's <laughs> back on you, bud. Yeah, I feel like DeBoer, like, is insane. What's his record? It, it, with, it like, is crazy. Like, first year new head coach is insane. So, I don't know. He, I, he apparently gives guys days off and they love it. Which then, he needs, and, he needs a veteran team. That's the whole thing. Like, yeah, he's not very good with kids. That's uh, weird. Very good with youngsters. Um, but um, start that rumor, yeah. Shut up. Um, yeah, so that, that's all I'm gonna say, at least from what I know with him. Yeah, yeah, and you know, he's done this with Jersey, San Jose, and Vegas. Vegas. And, yeah, yeah, so right. Chad, we'll do you have another team or? Yes, another team on the complete opposite end of the spectrum. I think most people will probably say them because it's a very obvious one. Um, and when we say struggling, they're still third in their division. Um, the Carolina Hurricanes. They yeah. are yeah. 27 points. I mean, they're still above NHL 500. I don't know if you saw the stats. They are 10 goals below expected compared to the 31st team in the NHL. Wow. So they're dead last with... 10 goals less expected than 31st place, which let me just see for statistical points. I just had it up. Yeah. Interesting note about them too. Five overtime losses, which I believe is tied for the most in the league too. Um, I know they blew that two goal lead to Boston the other day too. Um, so yeah. So second to last place, funny enough is a team that I hate uh, the Nashville predators mm-hmm. um, at 13 Carolina's at 22 negative 22 goals scored above expected so all the stats say they are incredible five on five play that are ranked number two in the NHL behind your New Jersey Devils of course um so they're the second best five on five team in the NHL their penalty kill stats and everything are pretty good they just can't score 
for whatever reason, they are so snake bitten more than any other team. They're dominating play. They're down to their third string goalie, which doesn't help with Ranta and Anderson both out. I think they're poised to make another big run. I'm not worried about them at all. When I watch them play, you see them control games. Um, yeah. They're just literally not putting teams like to the sword and taking them out. I think that'll be regressed or not regressed, whatever the opposite of regressed is mm-hmm. um, back to the norm. I think they're a very, very good team and I'm not at all worried. Um, yeah. About and they're them. getting Pacioretty for free. They, they have like a trade acquisition or like a trade deadline pickup already. I hate just... that. I hate that. I love it. It's brilliant. Tom but... Fitzgerald said that like last week. He's like, oh, Andre Palat's like a trade deadline. I was like, shut the fuck up. Give me Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's you, uh, uh, honestly, yeah. Carolina just doesn't have the, the room for much else. So yeah, Come... he'll be, he'll be a big add to them. Yeah, yeah. I agree. You know, I'm, I'm kidding, but I just hate that yeah, yeah. whole, like, I hate when people say that. Um, yeah, and if also generating chances. I mean, the shooting percentage is going to turn around. It's so yeah. like they can just get on a hot streak. But you mentioned the goalie too. Um, they lead Kuchetov, the NHL in shot attempts. Yeah, Kuchetov has a plus six point four goal saved above expected through six games. So he's been phenomenal. He's actually yeah, he been has. really good, and I wonder if Anderson coming back might not be a good thing for that. If he just starts losing time, kind of, kind of like yeah. Swayman last year. How he Anderson was, was incredible last year. I don't think that's if anything. I'd get rid of Ranta and keep the young guy because there's no need to have two veteran goalies. You got to choose. It's either Anderson or Ranta, and him. yeah. I don't know. I I'm going to lean a little bit on Franco's side here because if Anderson isn't incredible when he gets back but they're forcing starts that's where it gets nasty if he's not 100% healthy and I guess this is the good spot is your third strings actually playing like a starter Mm -hmm. wait till your actual starter is one don't don't give don't risk anything at this point if he says is you know I I don't remember exact injury he had but if he doesn't say he's 100% do also, not let him start yet. Like you're fine. Also, I will say, um, they have some injuries now, right? Tara Vinan's out, Anderson's out. Like the Hurricanes are getting decimated by some injuries, uh, right yeah, now. Tara Vinan's been out for a while. I feel like has he? I yeah. honestly like he hasn't been that good for shots on goal this year, so I haven't really noticed him. Yeah, he he yet. hasn't been in there for at least a week. I would say probably. Cool. Um, so, so you think Dallas will regress and then Carolina will. Yes, start. but not to the yeah. point where I think like Dallas is missing the playoffs. Yeah. Like, I, I just agree. don't think they're a top top five team. Top, yeah, exactly. Um, so there's that. I'm I'm looking at really quickly like, Carolina's cap situation. How they'll manage it. Yeah, because I don't think they it have the money right uh, now to take Pesciretti. But I don't, look at their money. Off As long-term a, injured. Yeah, so that's seven million coming off, and they don't but, have but isn't it where it's like their their cap goes down throughout the year too? I think they're fine. Does it? I I don't. Yeah, think I think theirs. so. Like when you pick up a player at trade deadline, it's not like you add eight million. You add yeah, like, but that's different. This is a player already on their team. I don't know. I, I'm not we're sure. Gonna I, I'm some, we're going to need capologist. Some, yeah, board. we're going to need a capologist on the podcast. So send your applications and resume <laughs> to expect a bets for. Yeah, yeah. Franco, I just another, yeah. Sorry, sorry I just wanted one last 
One last team that I saw personally firsthand that is much better than anyone gets some credit for. Thank they get, you. They get a ton of shit. I'm not saying there's on the Coyotes, by the way. You got oh, excited there. God. Um, saw the Devils play them twice now in two weeks. Not both in person. One was away. The Toronto Maple Leafs need to get a ton of respect and love. Yeah. Because that's a team like I saw. They went into Jersey, and yes, I was very mad at the three goals turned around. But like that team's fucking good. Yeah. Uh, Matt Murray played above expectations even though he knocked the post off like four times that game best um, candidate no let's stop it that <laughs> just, just, a strategy. <laughs> just a strategy um but i i genuinely think like they're very good and on top of everything i think their record actually is very good and they're in yeah. the bottom five in the nhl of goals scored above expected they're like 26 to 27 like minus nine goals so they're actually playing very well five on five they're not leaky at all their defense actually been better since morgan riley got injured um, so start the rumor mill there. Um, Leafs yeah. too. You can also talk about Marner's seventeen point uh, streak right now. I was looking at the overall streaks. Obviously, Gretzky holds the top two with fifty one and thirty. But uh, at, as of now, no the the fake <laughs> the Gretzky, one. the fake Gretzky. Um, seventeen points right now is tied for the eighth uh, best point streak in the history of the NHL. Uh, so if he does get to 18, he'll move up to sixth, uh, which is kind of crazy that it's what seems like Taylor it's kind of gone when he was on the doubles. Uh, Taylor up. Hall got at least to like 24. I'm pretty sure. Game? 26. Yeah. Wow. Taylor Hall had a 26 game point. That was the year he won the heart. Yeah. He I remember was... that. He was just incredible that year. Yeah. As a side note, if you guys want some nice pain, if you guys took him today, um, out of cure, I don't know if you guys are looking. Uh, Cole Caulfield has six shot attempts in the first period of today's game. Um, he has zero currently uh, on target. So shots and goal. Yeah. So if, if, way to go, Cole. Uh, so the attempts are there. Um, yeah. But that's looking like a painful one. Yep. Yeah. All right, Franco. Who are your uh, two teams that you think are going to regress and kind of uh, move up the standings as the uh, league continues? So the I guess the hot team would be Seattle. I don't think they're really going to drop that far, though. I mean, I think they're going to be not where they are right now because they're just insane. But the goals above, I mean, their goals above expected, I guess, are pretty high. 6.41, their third most. So probably come down a little bit. But their defense has been really what's surprised me, actually. Their like, goaltending out of nowhere has become good. Yeah, I mean, the last yeah. two games, Jones hasn't been that good. He's, I think it was like five goals against the Ducks and four against the Sharks, which is not instilling much confidence. But I did, I did not come into this year looking at their defense core and saying, yeah, like this blue line looks good. And somehow they're limiting shots and just playing, just playing well. And I, they're seven, one and one on the road as well, which just, I don't know. It's it's weird because they were like a home only team last year, and somehow now they're just a road warrior. I don't understand it. Martin Jones currently has more goals saved above expected over Logan Thompson, Igor Shosturkin, UC Saros, Andre Vasilevsky. You could just go down the list. He has been really fucking good this year. Um, kind of out of nowhere too. Like last year, you were all talking about that. Uh, Philip Grubauer has continued his his. His poor play, so poor guy. Um, he's one of the last goalies in the NHL for goals saved above expected. Um, 
Yeah, I'm very impressed. I need to take the blame because I was completely wrong on it. You guys talked about their depth and their scoring. I didn't think that was going to be good enough. They score a shit ton of goals too. Like, here's the thing though: is when everyone. we were when we yeah. were hyping them up this summer, I don't and correct. I mean, this is just me. I wasn't thinking they were going to be scoring four to five goals every night. I was thinking they had finally had the depth to win those games that they were losing to three to one or three to two. Now I was thinking they were going to be the guys that are winning three to two or, or maybe four to two or whatever. I didn't, I wasn't thinking they were going to be a plus 15 goal differential team here. Yeah. You know, I was thinking it was just going to be enough depth to make them a tough team to play against. Kind of like one of those teams that are kind of like they're they're like boring to watch, but they win. That was what I was thinking Seattle was going to be. No, uh, see, I thought they were going to be high score. Like it would be four three type games, four two type games. I didn't think their defense would be this good. That's what's been more surprising to me, to be honest. Is it the defense or is it the goaltending? I think it's I think it's both. I mean, Dun- all I Dun- know is Dun- I've been, has been really good this year. I've been betting their their goalie saves under, and it's just been making me so much money this year. So. Uh-huh. They're just not giving up shots. It's so it's not even that. I mean, they're and it's good teams are playing that that they're not giving yeah. up shots to. So I mean, they don't play in an easy division. If you want to talk about their depth, another stuff that I saw on Twitter today, they have the most players with ten points on a single roster. So huh. the top three in yeah. the NHL are the Kraken with eleven. They're in first place. 11 players have at least 10 points or more. They actually have three more with nine who could fold, go in the fold. Boston is second, I believe, with 10. And then New Jersey also has nine, I believe. So they actually have the most spread out scoring. But funny enough, compared to New Jersey and Boston, they don't have any guy over a point a game. New Jersey and Boston actually both both have like three players each over a point a game. They have no one. Burakovsky's the closest one. He's 20 points in 21 games. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean that's, that's what, wild. That, that's wild to me, by the way, that Burakovsky has is nearly a point per game. But Tom he's been, just he's been good. well. He's, he's been good, man. I mean, he's shown flashes in the past. He just sure. Well, and that's straight. that's why I guess I thought all of their wingers have like all the all their all their wingers have shown flashes in the past and can prove to be like at the in a full season like sixty point guy, but none of them have even sniffed. 82 points in a season. Yeah. And here they are. Here they are. You put them all together and got a cake and tastes good. (laughs) Yeah. Franco, did you talk about uh... Um, my, my bad team, I guess is going to be Calgary. Um, I was, I was between them and Pittsburgh, but I think Calgary is the one I'm going to go with. I, I don't really get it. I, I know they're not that far out of a playoff spot at this point, but it's just what what the hell happened to this team? I, they're they're not scoring, and they're they're conceding a good amount too. I mean, Markstrom hasn't really been good. Vladar look, has looked better the last couple of games. I they're weird to me. That was yeah. a, sorry. I don't want to cut it. Go. Ahead. I, I think. I mean, I think they're gonna. I think they they have to be better than what we're seeing. I, I know it's yeah. That's my team as well. Yeah, they have to turn things around, you would think. I mean, the I don't only know. thing I'll say, the biggest one for me, you mentioned is Markstrom. He was literally a top, what, four Vezina candidate last year. Yeah, he's he was 40th this year and goal <sighs> saved above expected. He's been 
really bad. Vladar's not much better. He's 35th. So they're both of them are playing outside of the top 32 for goalies. Yeah, Vladar hasn't been good this year, but I'm just better. saying the last couple of games, he's been a little bit better yeah. um, than him. Like I was looking at that over tonight in that game, and I, I won in Markstrom, which mm-hmm. is just weird to say. Without looking, how many road games do you think they've won? I just saw it, so I'm going to stay out. Yeah. Wow. Um, not a lot, right? It seems like everybody's looking at Ooh, it. They've three, won five and two. Three, three road games. Yeah, yeah. that's bad. There's Frank only, is, there's six, only three. Six, four, one at home is not very good either. It's not great, no. But, I mean, they haven't, they just can't get it done on the road. It's, it's, I mean, that's got. I don't know. When I see something like that, to me, it's it's kind of a chemistry issue too. Love that. Uh, By the way, a quick update: we got some 1980s hockey going on in Philly with Matt Martin and Zach McEwen in the starting lineups, and you can only guess what happened right off the faceoff. So, well, I see that the ticker's not going down, so I imagine there's a commercial break. Well, no. well no. you guys know Zach McEwen is actually on the Flyers' top power play unit the other night. I saw. <laughs> Oh my uh, god. Why is this <laughs> that happened? Yeah. That happened in real life. That, that's good. That's good. I like that. Yeah. Um Franco, you brought up an interesting point too of saying how you wanted almost, I guess, when the year started the backup to play. It seems like that's happened in numerous teams across the league, like specifically Vancouver, Demco struggled, Sam Martins yeah. looked much better. Um, Edmonton with Skinner. Edmonton, yep, yeah. Skinner, Skinner, man. Skinner's way better than. Wow. I mean, sheesh. Uh, Franco, and a quick update for you. The very next puck drop face off. You got Nicholas Deloria and Ross Johnson going at it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> great. Great, guys. Let's yeah, uh, go back to caveman times and the court hockey. <laughs> it really is. Um, okay, that's funny. We'll get off that. Torchers Lou. I think a big part of Calgary too is give them a little bit of time. They had a very big roster overhaul. Like they lost their two stars yeah. and replaced them with again someone that expected to be a superstar, but good or not Goudreau. Huberto has fallen off um, compared to what he was supposed to, or compared to what he expected. Like he's got good numbers, just not. Cadre's kind of slowed down since the beginning of the season too. Yeah, Cadre yeah. slowed down. You know, Vigar's actually been pretty good, um, but still like not overly incredible but he's been the best out of all of them give him some time i think it's tough for when your team has that many changes in such a period I agree. A small period of time i think they'll get better they're just too deep for me to not be good i agree with you, I agree. Franco. yeah i would agree completely there uh Batsky, do you have your two teams yeah so i i would say my surprising one that is in like the top five right now is Toronto. When we were talking about them, I think everybody laughed at the goaltending issues and not that Matt Murray's played all that many games, but he's looked decent since he came back from injury. Um, This team went from being an over team that won by outscoring opponents to just suffocating. I mean, they honestly look like Carolina from last year. But with actual superstars on the team, I mean, none of these guys are hitting their props. It's like one of the worst betting teams right now. John Tavares is away from home. John, he's about like 11 it, but 12. But I mean, That's it's it. like Matthews used to be such a solid 4.5 shots on goal yeah. guy. Yeah. Um, 
both him and Marner were one of my favorite plays to just combo and put a half unit on for two points and half the like 80% of the time both hit. But um, I, I just can't believe that they're doing this without Morgan Riley now, without Muzzin. I mean, that blue line should be just dog shit. And then with no solid goaltending behind it, their bottom six has always been a work in progress. And here we are in their, their what, one, two, three, four, five, fifth in point percentage with a plus 12 goal differential. They're good on the road. They're good at home. I mean, I, they, I knew they were going to be a playoff team. I would never had a doubt that they would be a playoff team. But I think my whole argument going into the season was if they start to have injuries or if Murray doesn't show up, how just how bad can they get? And all of that has happened, and they're the top four, top five team in the league. So they're they're my big like surprise. I mean, I obviously agree with everything that everybody else has said too. I mean, Dallas is a huge surprise. I thought they were going to be good, but not this good. Um, Jersey, obviously, too. Vegas, I knew it would be that good, but. It's weird to me that I don't even mention New Jersey anymore because I'm like after at this point I just kind of expect it now. Yeah, and everybody. I mean, I think I, I think everybody can admit that we're, we're all surprised with that one, and and Seattle even, but they even Seattle is like how good they are. But yeah, Toronto. I, I I was waiting when that Morgan Riley injury came out. It's like oh they're going to trade for Chickren or Klingberg or someone mm-hmm. right now to fix it and. I don't think they've lost since he he's gone out. Five, seven, one, and two in their last ten. I trade him, but, when, but him I, he hasn't been out for ten games. You no, know, no. so I don't know if he they've lit, lost since Morgan Riley's been out. Yeah. Another, uh, I think I think yeah, Cheds and I were joking about how bad their blue line is. It's like Sandine and 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 Lilligren are on the same line. It's bad. That's a, yeah. And and they're holding it together and, and they're still going under. It's not like they switched and pivoted to just out shooting and outscoring everyone. Like, all right, screw screw worrying about how many goals we let in. We just need to outscore them. Mm-hmm. They've kept the game plan. So I they're they're my most what I, I'm just extremely surprised where they're sitting right now with everything that's been going on. The um so I guess I guess what I'm saying too is I I do think there is going to be a little regression coming here <laughs> because I you don't think, think that blue, I don't know if that blue line is going to sustain it unless they make a trade. That team looks good, man. Well, how, just, how long is Riley out for? A while. I, yeah. yeah. And Brody, Brody as well. I know Muzzin's out for a yeah, while. Yeah, Brody's been. Uh, I don't know how much longer Brody's out. I think Muzzin's done for the year. I mean, because they have Mac Hollowell playing right now, right? His, yeah, yeah. It says as, Ch- as, Ch- as Cheds would say, he's an NPC. <laughs> uh, yeah. Jake Muzzin, four to six weeks. That's actually shorter than I expected. Yeah. Oh, what? Best, oh, I thought yeah. Muzzin's was done. Sorry, did I say Muzzin? I meant Riley. Riley. Sorry, Riley, yeah. Riley. Sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah. Sorry. Riley's out till like 2023. Oh, wow. I didn't know it was that bad. No, no, other way right. Muzzin. Muzzin's out. To, yeah. Now you did what I did in reverse. Four to six weeks for Riley? Yes, Morgan Riley. Yeah, that's that's in, in, in January. Fuck, yeah, we like are, we are almost in December. Holy shit, we yeah. are in December. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was not. It was not clicking <laughs> at all. 
Yeah. No, no. Best, so yeah, yeah. Besky uh, yeah, mentioned too I, that I they're kinda, an I kind of think I I would be. I'd be shocked if they don't start slipping a little bit here, but um, you don't think that like Connor or I don't know Austin Matthews has another gear and like that team starts scoring more. Yeah, they they may be able to start winning by scoring. Yeah, I don't know. I I think right now that uh, for I, his I, prowess, Austin Matthews having an awful year. He's still a point per game player. Yeah, I, I agree. Get it. I he agree. has eleven it, goals in twenty four games. Like that's not but, good by his standard. No, everybody but Marner and like Nylander on that entire team is not having a great year in their top five team in the league. That's why I think they're going to probably drop closer to like, like I wouldn't be surprised if them and Carolina are flip flopped and uh, by the end of December. Yeah, I mean, Matthews, you see them getting better though with those guys. Like, yeah, that's what I think. I think they're going to get better. Well, I don't know that that's a young blue line to hold up for a month. And there's a lot of games to play. Uh, two things here. Um, Betsky, you mentioned that you the Leafs are an under team. What do you think they are uh, against the spread in terms of the total this year? I have it pulled up right now. Uh, for the unders? Yeah. Uh, how many games? Oh, they played 24. Um, Jeez. 15 and... Uh, what would the math be there? Nine, 15 and nine on the yeah, under. It's 15, seven and two to the under. Oh, wow. I am, that was, I am, that was great. Nice. Dude, I am a fucking rain man right now. Jeez. <laughs> I'm going to Vegas. I bet something right Vegas. now. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be bad. Yeah. It's, uh, wow, that's wild though. Um, mm-hmm. And then the team that I think has been bad and I think are, are going to get better on the flip side of this. I mean, I think it's going to be your your Buffalo Sabers, man. <laughs> I don't want to jinx anything, but I I, they've looked good. Yeah. They've hung around. They've had a lot of wins. Yeah. I think. I mean, there's the chicken rumors right now. I think they're looking to actively improve. Um. Yeah. I I, I don't I think mean, they're going to end bottom ten. I think they're going to find a way to start really showing and and. And really kind of pulling themselves out of the, the bottom there. They're really fun to watch. They're the goaltending suspect. So maybe if they, they may need to fix that in order to really make that next gear. But you want to know something crazy? And I was just looking at it. Um this is completely not what we were talking about, but I just sift through data while okay. other people talk. <laughs> the New York Islanders and New York Rangers just swapped teams from last year. I'm convinced. Yeah, I, I was I was actually looking at that earlier when I was trying to figure out my other team. So the Islanders are the 28th ranked five on five team in the NHL. And and they're absolutely studying wow. on the power. And part. they're fourth, they're sixth in points and they're seventh on the power play this year they're a top 10 power play i i just don't think they're going to get much worse though because they have an elite goaltender we were talking about last night apparently apparently these teams with great goaltending and great power play can do yeah, dirty but, things for the yeah. rest of the no i i said it before the year sorokin was my vezina favorite I said yeah it before yeah the year. i love him i think he's so so good that's not um Man, yeah, I know, that, that but you, you're still managing the phase and in the standings. You know what's even crazy? Dallas is 24th in 5 on 5 play. <laughs> that surprises me. You want to hear something crazier? Ottawa's 8th. 
That is not eighth that's best. Funny. Eighth best. What? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I'm going through oh, five yeah. on five. Oh, yeah. Holy. Eighth best. All right. Wait. Sorry, Gator. The team that I think is going to get better this season is Ottawa. <laughs> <laughs> they are actually one of the ones I had kind of circled too. Um, I think both of those teams have players that are coming up. I think both of those teams are looking to improve their team. I think both of them are pissed off that they're underperforming, even though I don't know if Buffalo is as surprised as Ottawa. They didn't make quite the same moves, but no. there's some teams looking five on five. Eighth, ninth, tenth, Pittsburgh, Ottawa, New York Rangers. Hmm. I've, I've said it as much as I hate the team. The Rangers are good five on five this year. They're yeah. genuinely good five on five. They just somehow now can't get a save when they need it. Yeah. You mentioned Pittsburgh too. I mean, what are they? 25 points in 22 games played, just re signed kind of three of their two of their core guys, but they seem like they're all in this year and it's just really. They've been better as of late, but they really got off to a slow start. Uh, they're on the up, like, though. I think yeah, they won like seven would, of the last yeah, ten. Yeah, uh, I would agree with that. Yeah, I think that's a team that's kind of just going to continue to improve throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree as well. Yeah, so, look, that's another yeah. one where the uh, yeah. goal, the backup goalie has looked better than the starter coming in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Smith has been better than Jari, and we did what not. A, what that. a fall off he's had. Yeah, it's crazy. And and what a rise to Smith has had. I mean, to Smith yeah. was. That was a guy when you saw him, you're like, bet the over now before. Oh, showed. yeah. Mm-hmm. Goalies are weird, man. Like Arizona's really Benjamelka has been incredible this year. Uh, Aiden Hill is a guy who always just is a just, I he's, don't know, I can't figure him out, but he's looked great this year. Oh, Aiden by the Hill. way, speaking of goalies, guys, Aaron Dell might be starting the next game for the Sharks. Or for oh, my. Is the Sharks season right now? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta confirm this. I I saw that he was called up the other day. Jesus, oh, he should geez. never also, put on a Toronto. uniform ever again. He is yeah, so yep. fucking yep. bad. Sharks, baby. He, I mean, he's he's the backup right now. So oh, something Jesus to think about. So really quickly, right I, I'm he curious. at six too. That's my pick for that game. Gator, I'm curious. Yeah. Where do you think Aiden Hill ranks in goals saved above expected out of a qualified seventy four goalies? I saw him earlier. So I don't want to say seventieth, sixtieth, sixty fifth. Okay, yeah. So, but I'm just going back to last year with San Jose. I don't know if we can pull that up, but he seemed like he was much worse uh, with that. If you go 2021 regular season, uh, I don't know. I'm looking it up right now, but I'm just saying, like you said this year, like he actually hasn't been very good. Last year he was okay. minus four goals saved above expected. Okay. Meh in the pack, middle of the pack. But just wanted to bring that up there. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay. Um, all right. And who are your teams? My teams. I had Pittsburgh was one as kind of a improving team, uh, for sure. Mm -hmm. And then a team that's kind of kind of regress in my mind going through it all. Um mm, this is tough. I don't know. Maybe we're all over Seattle, but I think Seattle's going to regress. I know. I think Frank already mentioned it, but I think they're going to regress too. I uh, could give you another one that I think is going to regress. Look, yeah, really sure. Go ahead. The Minnesota Wild. Yep. That was the other team. that I was And they're already I mean, they, not... they think they're going to get worse. Yeah. I think they're even going to get worse. Than I, they think are. They I, I, yeah. I look at their team. 
Outside of Curl Caprizo, yeah. there's no one that excites me in their top six. No, not a uh, maybe Matthew Boldy. Yeah, Other sure. than that, I mean, sure, sure, maybe they have, sure. They might have the worst center depth in the NHL, but outside they, of like the bad, like I'm not counting Philly. Uh, yeah, or, like, or teams yeah, that Philly actually are trying to be good. Like mm-hmm. Sam Steele, Frederick Goudreau, Joel Eriksson To this day, I don't understand how Joel Eriksson just plays third line minutes no matter what. No he puts idea. Up the most it, points, but they never take him off the third line. It blows me, especially right now. Like I, I understood it with Hartman being able to play Hartman's that role not last even year. A center. And... They just no, put him at center because no one else. I know. Yeah, I, I mean, Hart, Hartman being out seems like it's hurt them a lot, though, right? I mean, yeah, I agree. So that top I, line just isn't the same without him. And and but, I'm not that high on Ryan Hartman, but they also lost a hundred points plus from Fiala. Yeah, yeah. So who I, was, I wasn't high. I wasn't high on this team. No, team. no. I don't think we were high on them, but you expect them to like be a consistent playoff team. And like they're right now, I think they're fourth. I genuinely think they could get worse. I do too. Their goaltending is bad. I, I, I think Their goaltending is very bad. They, I agree. They some reason put trust in Mark Andre Fleury. He's bottom fifteen in goals they really expected. I, I think He's, they're retooling. They know what they got in the pipelines. They know this year was going to be bad because they had to lose Fiala. They're screwed then why are on the you trading because... a fourth round pick for Ryan Reeves? Well, I don't know. Really if you're going to be I mean, bad, maybe, you might as well make sure nobody fucks around with you, guys. right? Yeah. <laughs> Dude. They currently have Alex Goligoski playing forward for them. Wow, jeez! I think that's that just means they're using uh, seven defense or seven, seven I, I get it, but like, yeah, but he was, but he is. That means Ryan oh, Reeves yeah, is saying, playing yeah. like fourteen minutes a game. Ryan Reeves is on a line with Joel Eriksson Eck. Oh, Jesus. no, yeah. that's not that's not ideal. That team, I, I don't. You know, they could have just them. taken Delorier back from the Flyers, and we would just. <laughs> Saved everybody the headache. <laughs> Ryan Reeves for Nicholas Deloria. Who says what no? a blockbuster? <laughs> uh, all right. I guess if we're all any other closing comments before we get into tomorrow's games. Oh, one thing. Uh, there's this account I found, Hockey Encyclopedia. Shit, I just lost it. I think it's Hockey Encyclopedia, but that seems. Sorry, Hockey Economist. So it's at Hockey Economics on Twitter. He's awesome. So he pointed out that he's been betting the puck line for Arizona for like 15 games straight and is up like, I'm going to over-exaggerate it. He's not up this much, but he's up like 10 to 20 units on it or something like that. And then he's done the same for Dallas, who I guess is the the team number one team who has taken uh, like one against or for the spread in the league right now. And this guy's I don't know if he's just trying to prove a point or just make streaks or do what with these type of bets, but he's like really finding some interesting lines. So wanted to point that out and kind of since we're talking about Dallas. And how good they've been. So I'm, I'm things to consider on a betting perspective. It's pretty cool. Like yeah, I see a tweet here where yeah, the Blackhawks went four and two since then they've gone two and thirteen. But if you bet a hundred dollars on them to lose every single game, you're only up like a hundred ten dollars. Yeah, just, yeah. There's no value. That's cool. He, he, I, yeah, I he, he does like these long term ideas and like. I don't know if he's actually betting on everyone or he's just like tracking things. And it's really interesting. 
and then you'll go into like contracts and stuff. So just want to point them out and uh, kind of name drop them. And uh, when we were talking about Dallas earlier, it kind of made me think of that. And I, I, I took Dallas on the side last night after I saw the tweet about it uh, for the spread. And sure enough, they hit. Also, the Islanders are now losing to the Philadelphia Flyers because yeah, I noticed that. Yep, that's how that's how it works, man. Whoever the Islanders head coaches, just play me talking about them in the locker room because I bet on them today. So (laughs) in a parlay, I'm gonna play them straight. But actually, yes, I did. I fucking put them on the sixty money line because they're playing the Flyers. God fucking damn it! Do you guys guys feel like more puck lines are are covering this year? Like. Uh, mm-hmm. For teams that for for the winning side, I mean, not plus one and a half. Minus yes, one and a half. I agree. I, I absolutely do, and they're on my radar now. And kind of going back to that that Twitter account to the hockey. I haven't ever looked or noticed. Yeah. What are your thoughts on, on puck lines? I usually avoid them. Avoid. Uh, I, I oh, yeah. avoided them. I usually avoid them, and now I'm I'm my entire your entire money's on the, not. I'd say seventy percent of the games, your entire money's on the fact that someone can hand an empty net. I, not, I know. not I if it's that, not but. if it's a good matchup though like if yeah. it's if it's like i don't know if it's a good matchup they put it at like minus 110 it's it's usually still plus money it's you like if you're going against arizona or anaheim That's you're usually still getting like a, a plus number i feel like but, and then what the guy pointed out you could bet on arizona instead yeah, you can go the other way. plus money on them. If, yeah, if it's like, say, it's Toronto versus Arizona, you're probably getting like plus two and a half, honestly. So here you go. Yeah. Ed, give, me, Ed, give me the Yotes minus one and a half in that game, too. They own Toronto. There you Ed, go. Edmonton <laughs> is plus 110 at minus one and a half over the Blackhawks. What's the Blackhawks yeah. at? Plus 130. Or minus 130. Yeah, uh, okay. That's what I'm saying. So you're getting Edmonton plus 108. You don't think they can win like five to two? Like, you I trust have, Edmonton that much? I, I mean, honestly, I don't trust Edmonton right now because they're not yeah. smart. But like in in normal form, yeah, why the hell not? I get what you're saying. I definitely think there's some value there. I I don't know. I'll definitely have to start I'm, keeping I'm track of that. I'm yeah. still not there to touch it personally. I'll hit, I'll hit you up, Franco. We'll cook something up. Yeah, let's let's do that. Um, okay. Cool. Do we want to get in the games for? Uh... Yeah, let's do that. So we got four games slate tomorrow. Uh, looking at the matchups, nothing really. No real marquee matchups. Um, we can start at the top here. Uh, San Jose and Toronto. Uh, Over-under set at six, juiced the over. Toronto's minus 300 on the money line. Sharks plus 250. Uh, Toronto puck line, minus one and a half, is minus 125. So I don't know if there's any value on that. But If if Aaron Dell is actually in, I will take the Toronto team total, even if it's at 4.5. I don't think they'll move it. The Sharks have surprisingly been very, like, they're giving up a lot of goals with actually pretty good, like, limiting yeah. chances. That's and to they're say. scoring. They're scoring, too, I feel like. Mm-hmm. They're coming like off the, of back-to-back, like the, back, though, too. But they are playing tonight in Montreal. Yeah. 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 That um, I, it's really weird because I always think of them as, like, a really bad team. But they're bottom five in the NHL and shots on goal allowed. Like, they do not give up shots in their last ten games, at least. Yeah, yeah they're not really matchup. like a target. Interesting yeah. matchup, too. Toronto's got the eighth best power play, and the Sharks have the top penalty kill in the league as well tomorrow. So something to note there. Sharks have also been better uh, on the road this year. They're 5-5 five and five compared to 2-8-4 and four at home, but the Leafs have been slightly better at home uh, with one less loss. But 
Toronto, like I said, four game win streak. Matt Murray's expected. Aaron Dell is expected. So uh if anything, uh looking to target the over here. But um what are your thoughts here? I I agree. If if I'm doing anything, it's the over six with Aaron Dell. I mean, that guy could let in five without even blinking an eye. So that, Matt Matthews and Marner are getting hot too. Um so if if Dell's in that, I'll I'll be looking at both of them to get two points. Yep, I would agree there. Chet, like any that. any looks here? Yeah, I'm trying to build something out real quick out of curiosity. So you the get meets. the Maple Leaf. You could get the Maple Leafs in 60 minutes. Wait, it's not letting me. Fuck. Okay, it's just Maple. Oh, not first period. So you have to take Maple Leafs money line. Plus the Leafs over three and a half goals, you get it like minus one twenty five. Yeah, see that's not bad. No. So you're just parlaying with the fact that they're winning and scoring one three. Yeah. Not saying it's great, but if you want to take the number down. Yeah, you can also get Edmonton uh or Toronto three way, uh Edmonton three way for plus one fifty on DraftKings. I'd rather just take uh, straight up their what? What are they straight up? Minus 104, money line, perfect. Oh, yeah. I like that as well. Um, all right. Any player props you guys like here and have been targeting? Like you said, Toronto's kind of been a dead zone. Uh, Toronto's been awful. On, on the Sharks, you guys. The only, the only guy at home for Toronto that's been okay at best has been Nylander. He's okay at home. Yeah. Um, no, Matthews has gone under in like seven or eight straight games now. Yeah. yeah, and like you said, the Sharks aren't giving up shots, and Toronto does not give up shots either. So it's it's for shots, it's complete stay away. If anything, depending on what the numbers are at, you could look at like a goaltender saves under. I mean, if they give me Aaron Dell like under 24 and a half, 25 and a half, maybe I might take that. No, there's no way he's going to be that low against the Leafs. They're going to put him at like 27. If he's twenty if if he's twenty seven to five. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Sorry, sorry. I was thinking I was thinking the other way around. Yeah, it should be like twenty seven and a half. And I'm I'll probably hit that. Yeah. Because there's pull potential and just the fact that he could let in they could be up four to one and just sitting back and I wouldn't be so sure about the pull on back to back nights. Yeah, I know. But if he's horrendous, he I mean, oh. this dude's bad. Honestly, for props, this game sucks. Yes. Yeah. Both Eric Carlson and Timo Meyer are so Dog shit away from home compared to yeah, at home. Yeah, yeah. Let's say we haven't. Them. Yeah. We haven't mentioned Carlson at all. I think he what leads the league, defenseman in points. He's like third in the NHL in points. Period. Yeah, I mean, you could yeah. do his point prop maybe or something. You you could do like a same game parlay. Like he, he's dropped down to six. Sorry. Okay. Terrible player. He dropped down to yeah. six now. Seems like since Burns left, he's just exploded. It's he's crazy. Only- for shots, at least he's only been good at home. Yeah, I, I'm not even. I don't even look at him for shots anymore. He's been too inconsistent for my liking. So he still has the third most goals in the NHL. That's unbelievable. <laughs> That's real funny. Norris. That's crazy. Um. Alrighty, I guess we can move on. You want to move on to the next game then? Yeah, yep. there's nothing I can really think of for this one. Yeah. Alrighty, next game. Pull it up now. Uh, we'll go to New York at Ottawa. Ottawa is a home dog at plus 105. Rangers minus 125 on the money line. Over-under set at six split 
six and a half, sorry, split evenly here. Um, I guess we'll throw it to you, Chad. Here, are you just continuing to fade the Rangers? I I, I don't think they're that bad. I've kept saying it; they're not bad. Same. I actually like the value you're getting here at minus one twenty five against the Senators team. The only thing is that they're finally back home, which I feel like teams mm-hmm. should get a bump. Yeah, New York's lost three straight. They're six. They're New York's been better on the road, six four and one uh, compared to their home record, and then. But Ottawa's also been better at home, uh, five six zero compared to their away record of three six and one. Um, yeah, that's a this is a tough one. This I don't is an interesting love, matchup. Here are two teams that are like, as we just mentioned, struggling compared to where they expected they would be. But they're both top ten in the NHL in five on five play, so they're actually playing pretty well. Ottawa's gotten a little bit better since Cam Talbot's come in. He's actually been very good. And we say Shesterkin's been bad. He's been bad compared to like what he was last year. He's still four goals saved above expected, just not at the level that he was at last year. Agreed. Agreed. Um, Franco Betsky, you guys have any plays here? Or... I I think I think I'm going to jump on that Rangers money line because I it, I've seen it before where teams come off a big road trip and if they are successful. That first home game, if it's not on a Friday, Saturday, they just come out slow. So, also, I just uh, don't think they've been that good. Like, for example, I know I was talking to you guys about best pickups last year. Um, to bring it's mm-hmm. been bad. I, I, I don't want to say bad, bad for his expectations. Yeah. For that year. I agree. Yeah. He hasn't been what we thought he was. No. Um, yes. Any props here you guys are looking at? How's that? I guess I guess I think the... you have to go. I'll go with the obvious one. Brady Kachuk. Yeah. I mean, that guy's just been incredible. This like the last little bit of a run. I, yeah. I see. I, I'm on the opposite here. I against the Rangers who have been tighter against shots. First game back at home. I don't know. This seems just like the perfect time for that Ottawa to be a little bit sleepy. I don't know. I mean, you say that, but Brady Kachuk has been getting his shots against everyone. He went I up know, against Vegas, who doesn't give a lot of shots, hit. Went up against San Jose, we just talked about, doesn't give up a lot of shots, hit. Went up against New Jersey, hit. Went up against mm-hmm. LA, who doesn't get smoked by it. So the matchups yeah. haven't been stopping him at all. I know. I know. He's, he's, been, he's been really good, and he's been recording points. Like, if you can do his over three and a half and a point for him, like, that's going to probably be plus money. Uh, I would do that if you can. Yeah, I like that. Um, the line has been shifting in uh, the Rangers' favorite Betsky. So it looks like if you are going to grab the Rangers to do it now. Um, so that's just something to note here. Any other thoughts here? Or you want to move to the Sabres game? Um, I, I have to look at the data, but I know uh, Stutzel has been good at home. I have to look at it, like actually visualize it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a guy mm-hmm. that I'd like to also... Uh, potentially take a look at again I, I need to see it without seeing it in front of me like I'm kind of a lost dog um, but yes that that's one that I want to also take a look at okay alrighty I guess let's move on to Buffalo uh, at uh, Detroit Detroit minus 135 on the money line Sabres plus 115 over under set at six and a half here juice to the over here uh, personally I like Detroit in this matchup um, Sabres have no been faith. struggling. No faith. No, 
I mean, they're so inconsistent at this point. Like you said, it looks like Anderson's going to get the nod. Um, while the Djokovic hasn't been great this year, um, Sabres have struggled a little bit on the road here, and they just kind of seem like they don't have it. I, I don't hate the over here uh, at six and a half is another thing. Looking at the goaltender matchup and kind of each team's home and away split. So that's another angle that I'd look at. Um, what are your thoughts on this game? I yeah, I, like, um, I like that over. But I think I like the over more than anything. Um, do we know if it's Huso or Nadelkovic starting? Probably not yet. No, I don't. I don't. I saw Nadelkovic. I like. I like the over. Sure. Yeah, I, I like. I. I think. I. I don't know if I would touch the over if Huso starting. I agree. Yeah. Yep. I mean, he's been good. He's. I don't think he's been that good. Let, let's calm it down a little bit. He's I, been I hear you, but it's, it's, though. yeah, way Buffalo, better than Buffalo's Delkovich, been inconsistent but... on scoring on the road, and that's my concern. That's fine. I, I, like I said, Huso actually has been very good. I'm not saying like I don't know if it makes that much of a difference. Is it um, at set? Is that six or six point five? Because then it does six and a half. Six and a half. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I don't think this team's gonna have trouble scoring. Like, do you do you think? There's gonna have that much trouble scoring for um Buffalo? Yeah, like Buffalo could score against anyone. I know. Yeah, they looked really good against Tampa the other day. I I feel uh, bad. They did for they did loss. for a while. <laughs> that that was a heck of a comeback and just an epic collapse to top it. Just yeah. Not fun. But uh yeah, I guess in terms of player props here, I guess you gotta mention uh Jeff Skinner. He's yeah. been lights awesome. out as of late. Um, Yesterday, I posted him on my cheat sheet. It was seven in a row, so that's eight in a row now. Wow. Today, um, for shots on goal, even though he barely got it. He got it with like six. Oh, my God. Yeah, he sniped one from the goal line Yeah, to hit his over. But, yeah, Betsky, any uh, thoughts here? I'm going to look towards Tyler Bertuzzi tomorrow. I, I need to look at some of the data, but uh, that's my initial gut. I He's coming back uh, from injury. He's been putting up some shots. Uh, he Last year, he was so much better at home than away. I have a feeling you're going to find a lot of value and just like a point for him, not necessarily shots or something. But Yeah, I wonder. I haven't looked at his, his recent games. I, I hit him like one of his first games back and hit. Mm. I haven't really come back to look at him. Yeah, that's, that's that would be a name I got circled if, if you're going to lean on Detroit scoring more than Buffalo here. Larkin what about your well. what about your boy Kubalik? I mean, I don't know how. I, I, I that may be a nice parlay piece because I imagine he's at a. There's no way he's good as a single anymore, right? Yeah, I I haven't looked at him in so long. I didn't even realize he's been doing so well. It's just crazy. He's been Insane. pumped up to the top line and, and just been really good. In his last five at home, he's averaging 3.6 shots on goal in six attempts. Uh, and another guy, Larkin, too, at home in his last five, is averaging 5.4 shots on goal in 7.2 attempts. I knew Larkin was also really good. Yeah. Yeah, he's always been really great at home. So, yeah, Kubli since slash Kundalini. <laughs> that was my autocorrect but... <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah I and I don't know I, I, to me if this is a night if if Detroit's going to start putting up some goals against Buffalo which I think is fairly likely I think you're going to get guys like Bertuzzi involved and I think he's been hovering around that like minus 120 area and I don't know it's just a good look to me 
Yeah. And, and I, 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 my gut wants to say that he's really good against Buffalo, but I don't know why I'm thinking that. So I'll, I'll take into it once we get some, uh, once I can actually dig into the data a little bit, but yeah, that's why I got to, circled. Yeah. just for Tage Thompson stats, last five away, 5.8 shots on goal, averaging 8.4 attempts. Skinner, 4.2 wow. shots on goal, 6.6 attempts. So he's so good. Yeah, He's there's so kind good. of four shots on goal props right there uh, for that matchup as well when you're looking at it. I guess we can move on to the closing game of the night, the Oilers at the Blackhawks. Oilers, heavy road favorites, minus 210 on the money line. Blackhawks, plus 180. I believe the Blackhawks are, what, in a seven-game losing streak right now? Uh, Chicago, yep, seven-game losing streak right now. Uh, Edmonton's had back-to-back comeback wins in the third period. Um, I guess we'll throw it to you here, uh, Franco. What are your thoughts on this game? It's tough. I I don't I don't feel like Edmonton's been playing up to what we expected. I mean, we kind of kind of talked about this earlier, but in this game, I feel like you got to do something, right? Um, I don't know about sides or totals. Maybe lean towards the over, but yeah, the t- the over for me is purely based off who's starting. Yeah, yeah, I see Jack it, Campbell tomorrow. I'll be on that. and Mrazek too. Both have a goals against average above four. Is Marat is Mrazek Mrazek is back, right? I know he was. Yeah, back. he started their last yep. game. I'm pretty sure. Okay, mm-hmm. that's what I thought. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I would I would look at like honestly, I would kind of go on the other side as far as like player props. I would be looking at like Kane and Seth Jones shots. I know Kane's kind of been like hot re- recently. He he like disappeared for a while there. And the last, I feel like it's been since Jones has been back, which doesn't really like make sense. I mean, I guess it kind of does because he's like a puck moving defenseman. But since Jones has been back, Kane has been substantially better for hitting his shots. So those would be the two guys I would look at um, for shot on goal props. Yeah, Kane at home averages in his last five averages four shots on goal and 6.6 attempts. Yeah. So love that. Yeah, and then I guess in terms of on the road, think, Drys, yeah, go ahead. I, I mean, I, I'm just going to keep playing McDavid. I feel like he's just constantly, he's been a shot on goal machine this year. So, yeah. yeah, I, I, especially, He's going to be like minus 140 at three and a half though now, right? Yeah, but against Chicago, who gives up shots to like every position and just a ton of shots, I'll, I'll take. Yeah, ladder him up, I guess. Yeah, right? yeah, it'll just go up. Chicago's one of the only teams in the NHL that's top 10 against every position. For shots. Jesus. Evan Bouchard is also another guy to look at, averaging 2.6 on the road in his last five and then five shot on goal attempts. So uh should get a better price on him at least. I like that. But, yeah, I think anything to lean the over here and then player props, I guess, are pretty good spots as well. Um any closing thoughts uh before we wrap up here? So I wanted to introduce, because I had so much fun with it yesterday, and I haven't even told the guys about this yet. So what I want to do is your thoughts. You guys can shoot me down here. Every end of the show, I have a quiz question for everyone. All right. I like it. All right. And we can incentivize it. So, like. Yeah, now you got me thinking. If you guys get it <laughs> right, maybe I'll do a giveaway for one of your followers. Sure. But I don't have three questions prepared. But I do have one, and I'll the person that's closest. Oh no, I don't know how to do that though, because you'd have to like. All right, 
get. Uh, we'll, we'll go through this. It's going to be a fun one. It's going to be fun. It's also going to have to take some honor because I can't see you guys. So, like, yeah, should we write it down and then? Well, no, I, I was saying, like, yeah. just so you don't look it up. Like, it's very okay. easily Googleable. Yeah. So, I'd say DM me your answers. Who do you think, it doesn't need to be in order, are the top five current rookies by points? Oh, I can probably do this off head right now okay well what the fuck? okay all right so, but do, do you want to crowdsource this first one and then we'll go into it sure after? and then we'll, we'll button it up better yeah we'll button I like it up it. for next time but yeah, we'll i, I love quizzes. this first one i yeah. love quizzes uh okay, betsky's so... is out betsky's out so what? franco would get if you know it then what's the point i i don't crowdsource necessarily the first know one. it yeah. I think, i'm Let's just saying like i think i got here. a good shot at it yeah, in order, I like it. In yeah, we should create. We should get the crowdsource this first one to pass. Crowdsource like, the first one. I, I, I know the, who. I know who the, the person Riddler's, the, the, is going to guess. I know. <laughs> I know one of the people he's going to guess for sure. Yeah. All right, Betsky. Who are your uh, guys to start I, us I off? Know, here? I know one for sure is in the top five is Michelli, Matias Michelli from Arizona. Yeah, mm-hmm. I knew you were going to say that one. Yeah, but number, I think the top rookie right now is back to Maddie Beniers. Beniers. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, number three, are we talking JJ Paterka? No, ah. uh, kind of. Is he's he top th- five? You said top five, right? So, kind of. I, I didn't think this one through fully. He's technically sixth, but he's tied for the guys who went fourth and fifth, but he's only at six because he's the lead. He has less goals than the guys above him. So, that's like the tiebreaker. Yes. But I didn't think that one fully through, to be quite honest with you. Okay. Um, so if you say any of them, like I'll I'll accept JJ Paterka as an answer because okay. like it's kind of mean. He has the same amount of points as the guy in fifth. Yeah. Hmm. I'm trying to think now. Uh, yeah. What's White Johnson at? Is not the there. No. Okay. Well, Boldy's not considered a rookie, right? No. He's not. no. Okay. Just... Wait, 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 wait. It was someone like Wyatt Johnson. Kent Johnson? Yeah, someone really <laughs> like Wyatt Johnson. Yeah, that's one of them. Okay, oh, good. I like that one. Kent right. Johnson's tied with J.J. Paterka. Wow. I'll give, I'll give you these other two. Cole Perfetti, Jake Sanderson, Kalen Addison. They all have 11 points. Oh, yeah. I. Uh, they all have 11. I, for, I forgot Perfetti still. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't have counted him as a rookie. As Addison was. You're actually guy. missing two guys in the top five, by the way, NHL sorts it. There's one guy that also is 11 and is tied with them, and one guy that is 12 in third place. So first is Beneers, second is Michelli, three, four is unknown, and then five, I just named him down to like 11. So we tie, we got all the guys tied at five, so we're missing yes. three and four. Two and, uh, yes, three and four. Uh, the, four also has 11. He just has the most goals out of all of them. Sometimes I just need to like look at a list of the teams. I know I like I want to just look at teams and not. I don't even need to look at the stats. I can just look at the teams. One of them was logos. expected to be very good, and one of them, no one expected them to be good or this good. Well, it's probably somebody on Philly, right? No. Like that, Allison dude. He doesn't have any good. <laughs> <laughs> Quinn, <laughs> Quinn and Power aren't aren't in there, right? Quinn has 10 points, power is 10, so they just missed that 11 okay. point group. Oh, how All about right. is Pinto considered a rookie? He is, he has a lot of goals. Oh, he doesn't wow. have a lot of points. Uh, okay, so he's Pinto like has eight goals, but only nine points. So he's like White Johnson, yeah. But he again, he, all of his points are goals, basically. Mm. Um, 
Oh my god, I can't, I'm looking at these teams. The guy who's number three, another pet hint, he wasn't on the team's starting lineup for the first four or five games. Whoa, he wasn't even on the team's lineup. I'm I'm assuming oh. Mason. I was assuming he's on this list, right? Yeah, Mason McTavish is yeah. the number four guy, but okay. you're missing the guy who's third, and the guy who's third did not start with the team. It makes someone me, on LA. I don't know. That makes me think like Kuzmenko is not a rookie, right? He is not on this list. And he so was I'm on the starting him. lineup. Yeah, no, he didn't fall into that category. Um, Kapari. No. I mean, I could, I don't know. I don't think anyone's gonna get this. Makes me uh, quite oh. honestly. Rudsnicka? No. Or whatever his name is in Calgary? Nah, no, he... No. I don't even yeah. think he's a rookie. Yeah. I didn't know if he was, like, a rookie by default. All right. What's, I, honestly, what, if, what I give you the, if I give you the team, are you guys even going to get it? Dude, yeah. Is he, me, is he on the Devils? The team. Yeah, is he's he on, on the, the Devils. Devils? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I knew. Oh, yeah. Zetterlin? Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah, thir- or 12 points uh, in good. 18 good. games. Yeah, he wasn't on the team until, like, game four or game five. I don't know why I thought he was on since the start of the season, but yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, well, he was just I, I technically sorry, I might have misworded. He was on the team; he wasn't in the starting lineup. I think he was just like it was a healthy scratch for the first like wow. four or five games. So that might have been my bad on wording. But yeah, until Polak I, I got hurt, put that in the yeah. same. This, that that yeah. would have been in the same yeah. bin in my head, but. Wow, I like yeah, that. We'll nice. have to add that to the. Uh, I like quizzes. I, I, lo- yeah. I love I like to that. see what you guys are saying. Like yesterday, I gave them a fun one of who are the top three players on new teams for most points, and I just love waiting and watching the answers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had Adam Ruzika just thrown out here. Like, if that's not primetime content, I don't know what is. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, the 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 girlfriend was just like, "Why don't you just look it up?" I'm like, "That would that would be cheating." Yeah, yeah. Do that. we're not doing it. We're not doing that. No, I'm yeah. trying to have fun. Yeah. yeah. Next thing you know, we're gonna do an episode of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. <laughs> Hockey style. Yeah. Alrighty. I think that wraps up this episode. Uh you guys want to plug your socials? Yep. Uh at top cheddar picks. I'm also on Instagram finally, but wow. not listening that much. Um, but they're both just uh, at top cheddar picks. I like it. I'm uh at Frank of the Banker. And I'm at Gretzky Betskies. Plural. Awesome. Unfortunately. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah on twitter at gator betting and instagram at gator sports betting as well so doubled up there um already this has been another episode of expected bets for thank you all for listening and we'll see you guys next week